0: Welcome to a brand new Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Tusk, known in real life as Adam Chalk, and I'm here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings on in professional wrestling. From shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling as well as pay-per-views, premium live events, some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines, doing the rounds. So why not go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Happy Saturday, one and all, and happy Survivor Series Day. But before we get to that, we had two wrestling shows last night, and I am here to review both of them today. They are, of course, WWE Friday Night SmackDown. But we are going to start with AEW Rampage, which, let's be honest, this wasn't a must-watch show at all. It's a shame because Tony Khan has actually been trying quite hard, I think, with Rampage lately. But it didn't feel like this week was on that level at all but let's get to it because we started with the ring of honor world tag team championships on the line as FTR took on top flight I've got a feeling this may have been heavily edited as it was reported earlier uh, I think it was Thursday that uh, Dante Martin suffered an injury at some point during this match But there's no sign of that coming across on the TV. And what we did see was pretty good. Um, I still don't get why FTR are not on TV more, but there must be some reason for it. And no, it's not as some of the bad faith idiots on Twitter say because of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, because that's bollocks. They're not the bookers. Tony Khan's the bookers. Um so yeah don't know Um, Top Flight are a team that in 10 years time I think will be on the very top of the tag team ranks I think they would have won multiple tag team championships wherever they go whether it's in AEW or elsewhere Uh, let's hope that uh, whatever the injury was to Dante Martin that he recovers quickly because top flight need a little bit of luck really They've never really got going hopefully they're alright FTR great as well um, Powerhouse Hobbs had a great video and I'm expecting big things out of him in the next 12 months next the Jericho appreciation society were out in the ring Uh, Jericho calls himself the greatest ring of honour champion of all time and not even Claudio slapping him can slow him down. Claudio Castagnoli then comes to the stage, says he wants another title shot. Jericho tells him to forget about it and focus on the issues in the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Daddy Magic has an idea though and said, Claudio is a great pro wrestler but you used to be a great sports entertainer. Uh, Jericho says, okay, you can have your title match, but if you lose, Claudio has to join the JAS. It's something to make the match a little more interesting, I suppose. Uh, make Final Battle a little more interesting as well. Uh, the AEW fans annoyed me again this week. What chanting, Claudio? What is the point of doing that what chant? Tony Storm then gets interviewed backstage by Renee Paquette, and she was brilliant in this. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about it, and she's really great. Darby Allen then took on Anthony Henry. Uh, the match went a bit longer than I expected it, and it was okay, but there wasn't a lot of point to it really. Anthony Henry is much better than the position he holds in AEW and could be one to look out for the future. I'm not guaranteeing that, but just a could be. I have very little to say on this match, really, other than Derby Allen won it. Um, That's fine. Athena is backstage. She sarcastically apologised for hitting Aubrey Edwards last week. And then cut a promo on Mercedes Martinez. I think she's going to be great as a heel. Looking forward to seeing that play out. Hikaru Shida versus Queen Amanata, Amen- Whatever it was. That was next anyway. For some reason Penelope Ford and the Bunny came to the ring. And just stood there watching. No idea why. Uh, I've no idea who Queen Aminata is, but I was really impressed by the little she had a chance to show. Someone she she looks great, um, and could be somebody to use in AEW. Who knows? She'd also look good as well, but I just don't get what the point of this match was at all. I. Certainly, don't get why Penelope Ford and the bunny came to the ring. Whether something is happening on dark or dark elevation, I'm not sure. I don't watch them, so a bit confused by all that. FTR were then backstage, and Dax Harwood challenges Brian Danielson to a match on Dynamite, which is just going to be great. Looking forward to that. And our main event was. The Butcher, The Blade and Rouche versus Alex Reynolds, John Silver and what should have been Ten. But he wasn't there at the beginning of this Um, but he was there at the finish as he turned on Dark Order and then celebrated over negative one who after Ten chucked his mask at um, was sort of sat there crying It left me me with one question, really, and that is... Oh my God, who the hell cares? Yeah. I honestly thought this was crap. It's been AW's latest Will Not Die storyline. It's gone on way too long. And never once interested me in the slightest The match was decent at times, nothing really to shout about. Um, Okay, he's going to be Preston Vance now. Do I see him doing anything with that? What's it even called now? The Rouge family um, office or what? Anyway, don't care. The last three matches are the reason why people can't be bothered to watch this show. Pointless matches that mean nothing at all, could easily feature on dark or dark elevation, no stakes and no interest. And for me, Tony Khan needs to make a decision on what he wants Rampage to be. Does he want this to be like a link from dark to dynamite? where people sort of progress up through, or does he want it as an a second A show, which he said he did when he uh, started Rampage? Does he want it to be a Ring of Honor show? Just let us know, because like I said, last couple of weeks have been good, and this was a massive, massive drop-off. let's move on to the go home episode of WWE Friday Night Smackdown, which I thought was much better. Wasn't without fault of course, but we'll get into it. And it started with Damage Control, Ray Ripley and Nikki Cross stood in the ring, demanding to know who the fifth member is for War Games. The babyface side come out and Bianca Bianca Belair introduces the fifth member who is the returning Becky Lynch now with the man Monica instead of big time even though Michael Cole called her big time Uh, yeah she comes back she walks straight to the ring the big ball breaks out and that's how it ended good to see her come back Becky Lynch that is but it's a shame that the surprise got leaked And kind of ruined. It should have felt a lot bigger. And maybe they could have kept the surprise for Survivor Series. Um, Maybe because they haven't done that. Maybe there are more surprises to come on Survivor Series. A certain Miss Banks maybe. I hope so anyway. Um, Yeah, this was fine. Like I said, good to see Becky back. Our first match was in the World Cup as Butch took on Santos Escobar. This did feel a level below what both guys are capable of. Even though I don't usually point out botches very much. I try not to anyway. But there was a weird one when Santos Escobar was running the ropes and then just seemed to sort of fall over. Um... Butch's bump off the top rope to the outside looked really nasty to take. Halfway through this match, well, three quarters of the way through, should I say, the screen comes on and it shows that the bloodline and Drew and Owens are brawling in the back, so Sheamus and Ridge ran from Butch's side to help in the back. Then the finish came when Zelina... Vega distracted the referee for Wilde and Del Toro to kick Butch in the face a couple of times and Santos hit a phantom driver for the pin. As I said, something felt off, especially with Escobar in this. I don't know why that was, but he just didn't seem his usual self. He obviously progresses on to the final now. I suppose that makes sense as well as Butch is in the uh, War Games match. But I think I'd rather have seen Butch progress personally. Bray Wyatt came to the ring next. Uh, Talks about how everyone just wants to see The Fiend, but he doesn't want to be that guy anymore. He then says that he didn't attack LA Knight last week. Another Uncle Howdy video plays, calling Bray a liar. But then we cut backstage, and the megastar L.A. Knight, yeah, was backstage. He, uh, uh that wasn't very good, was it? He says that if it wasn't for these injuries, he would kick Bray's keister. Um, and that's not an insult, that's a fact of life. Yeah! That's so bad. Uh, I love him so much though and I'm so glad LA Knight is back it's, I kind of enjoyed the uh, Max Dupuy character for a little bit but this LA Knight character is so much better uh, I'm hoping for big things from him Hit Row versus Viking Raiders happened <laughs> uh, Sarah Logan is now called Valhalla apparently okay Hit Row got no reaction at all they are dead in the water already to be honest I don't understand why Triple H brought them back Uh, Ashanti the Adonis has something about him I think he he could be decent on his own but I'm sorry to say Top Dollar is awful Uh, the problem is he doesn't think he is I'm pretty sure if you ask him He would tell you he is main event ready. Nah, he's not. Viking Raiders look decent though. uh, And they won the match easily. I think bigger and better are going to come for them. This wasn't great. What was great though was the fact they showed the amazing video going around on social media of Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley turning up at... Rey Mysterio's house Thanksgiving bursting in and beating the shit out of him um, if you haven't seen that please go and watch it because it is just brilliant stuff if you had told me six months ago that by the end of the year I will be a fan of Dominic Mysterio I'd have laughed in your face but uh, it's just so great I, I don't know what's happening to me. Back to the studio, uh, uh, backstage. Anyway, LA Knight had been attacked again. For some reason, the uh, guys trying to help him couldn't move one of those storage boxes, even though we see wrestlers wheeling them around easily in in backstage attacks and things like that, but whatever. LA Knight's been attacked again. Then it was Ricochet versus Braun Strowman. And this match made Braun Strowman look like a fucking idiot. Which is what he is, I suppose. So... Uh, Ah, man. I'm already bored of watching him every week. I'd rather have him... Occasionally, when they need a bit of a monster to come out and challenge a cocky bait, uh, cocky heel or something along those lines, why do we have to sit through a board Strowman match every week? I'm not a fan of it. I think he can have good matches, don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, this run's not been the best match didn't do anything for anybody it certainly didn't do anything for Imperium and Gunther either who come down and beat them Beat uh, well we yeah, had both of them up in the end didn't enjoy this at all the Braun Strowman helping Ricochet up and showing him respect thing was stupid as well you just know that Ricochet wanted to tell him piss off <laughs> Um, in if it was real life anyway but yeah not great. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn chat backstage while Jay Uso is lurking behind a door. Uh, Owens tells him you know, what you or asks him sorry, what are you gonna do when you piss Roman off and piss the bloodline off? I know what I would do. I would strike first. Uh, he walks away and Jay sort of comes out from behind the door. Oh, Sami, where have you been? Uh ask him Have you spoken to anyone since you got here? And Sammy's like, no, I haven't spoken to anybody. Ooh, don't lie to him. (laughs) Um, Later on, you do actually see Jay telling Jimmy what had happened as well. Just another great layer to this whole story and something that will play into the War Games match, I think. Great stuff. Love it already. Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi then get attacked backstage by Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, where they break Raquel's arm apparently uh, in a box that they slam a lid down on. Ronda and Shayna come out to the ring and cut a majorly cringy promo. It was awful. Uh, Shotzi comes out and we're going to get a handicap match instead, basically. Raquel, though, did show up. Um, near the end though she only had one good arm Ronda won the match by taking Raquel's other arm out or could have been the same one, I don't know who cares um, locking it in an arm bar and she has to tap out this was all really terrible, I like the attack first, I think if they just did that, that would have been fine the rest of it was awful. I know Ronda's not the best promo anyway. So why have her do it? Just have her be a badass. I'm happy with that. It again did nothing for any of these. Uh, It certainly didn't get me to invest in the match at Survivor Series. Uh, We go to a break and when we come back, Shotzi's backstage and she tells... Kayla Braxton, I think it was. But Raquel's broken her arm and dislocated her shoulder. And she's going to beat Ronda senseless at Survivor Series. Yeah, we'll see. Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus The Usos was our main event. This was a really good main event, with even more war game stories coming out of this. Uh, The finish came when Kevin Owens threw Sammy into the ring... So the referee throws him out, and as he's dealing with that, his back was turned. Owens nails Jay with a um, stunner. Sheamus nails him with a bro kick, and that was that. As I said, a decent match. Uh, the problem with this is the fact that the Baby Faces won the match and now have the advantage in War Games, which is completely the wrong dynamic. Two baby faces against one heel for. Is it two, three minutes? I think it's. Um, yes, yeah, the wrong dynamics. It's, it's not going to be quite right, but the match is still going to be awesome, so it's not going to matter too much, I don't think, in this. I thought this was a good show, even though the in ring action wasn't quite top level. Still very enjoyable. Um, even though I've been quite, um, ne- I've been quite negative about most of the things, but uh, it was better than Rampage. Anyway, I say that. Don't come at me on Twitter, AW fans. Uh, but that is your SmackDown and Rampage review, and as always, you can tell us what you thought of the shows through our Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page you can also follow me on Twitter I am at Chalk 8 on there find us also on YouTube now uh, I will be back on Monday with the WWE Survivor Series War Games review so until then I've been Adam Chalk, thank you for listening and I will see you next time